Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. my goodness, Monday, February 4th. Uh, yeah, so here's the choice. I didn't do a Freedom Friday last Friday. So uh, Saturday goes by, uh, Sunday goes by, now it's Monday. And then uh, I should have done a Monday show. I usually pre-record those on Sunday. So here it is, two shows behind. And I thought, well, I can't do two shows. What am I going to do? So I said, well, I'll combine both of them to a um, Freedom Friday and uh, some Word of God, which, you know, a lot of times Freedom Friday ends up having a lot more Word of God than uh, than usual anyway, right? So yeah, we're going to do that. Anyway, I, I got real busy. I had some music projects. I was helping out some friends here who had a country band, and they were doing a, like a country gig, you know, for this... Uh, this hoedown thing, you know, so I didn't want to put too much time into it, but I, I ended up doing it and, and, you know, practicing with them quite a bit. And so that's, that took a lot of my time. And then Thursday we did that. We did the gig and that's over with. And then, um, Friday I was kind of exhausted. And then Saturday, you know, I got to go do my regular gig and, and it was just like, it's busy. And it's like, I can't get too busy where I can't, sit down and do this stuff because, um, well, the things of the Lord really are just so much more important. And the other stuff is just kind of occupying and, you know, waiting there. And Miss Capel's the same way. She's busy. She's gone right now. She's busy. She's, you know, she does a lot of stuff with her, her community service groups. So anyway, Hey, it doesn't take a genius to figure out something's wrong in this world, right? Society's cracking up. I'm talking to people who are non-believers. Well, when I mean non-believers, I mean, you know, they're not, you know, they're not wide awake, you know, biblical Christians where they, they're wide awake and they see stuff. But I'm telling you, most everybody I talk to says the world's different. Things, things are not the same. It's odd. Um... And they, they don't see a bright future. Um, they see things bad happening. Also, you know, weather-wise, you know, you look at weather. Probably most of you are freezing under snow. It's cold. And it's it's not normal. It's not just, well, it's just winter. It's worse this year. Um, it's going to be worse next year. And by 2020, some of these these guys that follow this stuff and follow the models religiously and are following grand solar minimum and the food supplies and things like that. I mean, they're really saying that by 2020 life's going to look different. How you buy your food, the cost of food, how you relate to other people and your neighbors, it's going to change. Then never mind the political landscape, you know, and it's all over. It's not just here in America. Every country has weird political landscape right now. And you combine that with the financial issues and, Stock markets going up and down and, and monetary collapse. And there will be a, a, a food shortage. The prices of things have gone up. And you've probably noticed that a little bit at the grocery store. Some things have gone up. Um, you know, we, we got two dogs and I buy doggy treats, right? So you buy, you buy those. They like those chicken strips. Well, I used to get them uh, at Chewy.com. Um, and I, they're not a sponsor, but I love Chewy.com. <laughs> my dogs on Chewy.com. And I would get this particular brand, for, uh, like a, a four-pound bag for 17 bucks. 
Well, now that brand doesn't have the four-pound bag. They only have a 1.5 bag. I'm not kidding you. Like a 1.5-pound bag. I'm sorry. It wasn't a four-pound bag. It was a two-pound bag. Two-pound for like $17. And now that same company only has a 1.5-pound bag, and it's like 26 bucks. And um, you're going, wow, how did that happen? Well, you remember all the floods, everything in the Carolinas. And, I mean, there was... It was like millions, like what, 5 million? Maybe it was 50 million. I forget the number. Chickens that died and things. I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't take a genius to look around and go, hey, something, something's wrong. And then look at the demonic behavior and things like that around you. Now, it's easy to get upset. Really, you know, I mean, Miss Kapow and I will sit around and we'll watch some of this stuff and we'll just like live it, especially when it comes to... Uh, quote-unquote Christians or Christianity or, or church people or religious organizations doing stupid things, it's really, really annoying, you know, and you want to scud. Um, like today, like today, for instance, uh, there's an article here. Uh, the United Methodists face a vote on LGBTQ issues. Will it rip the church apart? Well, you know, when I read that in Ms. Capel, her first reaction was that even shouldn't be an issue. Why is that an issue to even vote on if you're, a, if you're a legitimate church, Christianity? Well, the United Methodist Church isn't legitimate. God doesn't recognize that. They're not serving God. You know that. And what they have is they have their own, I've I got to say it, they have their own Bible. They have a thing called the Book of Discipline. And they rewrite this every year after each conference. I don't know if people know this. The Methodists have a Book of Discipline. And so they say they use that to teach out of along with the Bible. Well, it's just like Jehovah's Witness and the Mormons and uh, Seventh-day Adventists. They all have their own little thing. So it's people who despise the words of God. And that's why they get in this situation here. Well, now they're going to vote on LGBTQ issues. In other words, will Methodist pastors be able to marry gay marriage, same-sex marriage, uh, will uh, pastors be able to be transgender and lesbian and gay, uh, bisexual, whatever. And so they're going to vote on these issues and, uh, it's just ridiculous. So you see that kind of stuff and it, 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 it's easy to get angry because you're like, what are you thinking? And I have to remind myself, these people are no, no more Christian than, um, the federal reserve is federal or FedEx is federal. They're no more Christian. You have to know that. Um, you know, so it, it, it gets it gets very it gets very annoying when you 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 watch these things. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see all these these trannies out there, all these transgenders out there, you know, and um, it's just so annoying the tranny agenda and how they want to really the Satanists that rule this planet because they're fallen angels under Lucy, the Lucy loser in the sky with trannies. They, the agenda is to destroy God's image, man made in God's image, and make mankind baphomets. Just make them genderless, sexless, androdyne baphomets like he is. Uh, and that's what that's all about. That's what it's all about. And so it's easy to go, you know, get get upset about it. And I have to remind myself, and I reminded my, I reminded Ms. Kapow of this yesterday too. I says, you know what? It, it's it's so easy to get upset with this, but we have to realize this. It's supposed to happen. This has to happen. The iniquity and the sin has to fill up so that the end can come. So God, God is without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. I'm telling you, God is going to destroy this world as it exists today. It will no longer be here. The wicked will be destroyed. They will be. You who follow God, you who follow the Almighty and his son, our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you who do that and obey the words of God, who love the Torah, who love his words, and follow him, you're his sheep. You are not going to experience the wrath of God. 
you're going to see the tribulation of the wicked. No doubt. It, you're going to watch them. You're watching it right now all around you. You're going to watch them crash and burn. They're crashing and burning all around you. They're eating each other up. Just like the Ouroboros, just like the snake swallowing its own ta- tail. It's a serpent swallowing its own tail. You're going to see that. But from your seats, you're going to be safe if God's your God. And I guarantee you that the more we look at prophecy, biblical prophecy in God's word, the more we see that it is absolutely a fact that judgment is coming upon this society the whole flat earth, okay? Every nation, every country. Judgment is coming and destruction is coming. You you have to know that. And the wicked will perish. And the wicked are not just going to be annihilated and that's going to satisfy, satisfy God's wrath. That they're just going to die They'll go to a place of, uh, you know, a holding place, a little place of, uh, you know, it's hot down there. Then God's got judgment, then they, then they cease to exist, and then they're annihilated, and that satisfies God's wrath. That's called annihilationism, and that's, I've seen that over and over. It's popping its ugly head again, where some people are actually teaching it. There was, there was a young man that I was watching on YouTube, and I even subscribed to him because he had some pretty good studies. Until I heard him teach annihilationism, and he taught that basically when you die, you just become fish food, and there is no eternal torment or eternal hell. So I don't know what Bible he reads or what words of God he reads, but more like he um, is a tool of Satan lying and actually tripping people up because they get to the point where it's just like water. They'll go to the lowest level rather than strive for um, walking with God in pure holiness, if you get my drift, okay? So let me read you something here, and I'm going to show you something. We're going to go to Psalm 91, and I'm reading out of the NASB. And uh, I want you to really listen to these words. I'm going to read Psalm 91, the chapter. And I'm going to point out to you how you're going to see it with your eyes, and that's what Freedom Friday is all about. I'm showing you their destruction, okay? They're not banging on your door, are they? They're not, um, you know, <laughs> they're not trying to kill you, are they? You're reading about it. You're hearing about it. Uh, it's upsetting because, you know, you live in this world. You might have kids or grandkids or something in this world. But if you're in Yahweh, you're sheltered. And you're going to be so sheltered until the end. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to see uh, the, this, the, the tribulation, the problems. There's problems. There's problems coming, folks. This year was a bad winter. It still is. Next year is going to be worse. They're predicting 2012. When I say they, I mean those people who actually are studying the, the, the I even have to, hate to use the word science, but the real science of it, the real models the real solar minimum. You have to know we are in a solar minimum cycle. That's why it's so cold. Um, you know, and I don't have to tell you about global warming and all this stuff that, it, you know, that's just nonsense. The climate is changing, but it's caused by the sun, not by your Toyota Prius. All right. We've been lied to since birth. We've been born into the lie. Then we go to school and we get indoctrinated from little children and we're told lies. We're, we're told lies about the cosmology. We're told lies about uh, the sun being the center of everything and how we just spin around it. And we're, 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 we've been lied to about moon landings and about uh, it's still today, you know, about going to Mars. And we're, we're just lied to. Um, about, everything takes away from God's creation and the things that God has created, the lights that God has created, the Illuminaries he's created. 
And we've been lied to, and we're still lied to today. They're lying to our children today about their gender and their sex and their, um, you know, sexual preferences. And it's just lie. And we've been lied to. Even as adults, we've been lied to all our life through television, through the culture, through music. Go back and listen to some of those songs that you, you once really liked. You know, it's like, oh, I really like that song. I really listen to the words. Really listen to what they say. Um, oh, innocent songs like um, Venus, uh, Venus is, what is it? Venus, you know, Frankie Valley or some sort, right? Venus. Why is he singing about Venus? Right? Uh, but just there's a lot, a lot of songs. What was it? Because, uh, oh, I played this country stuff, you know, this hold down things. And I was listening to some of the lyrics, you know. This is like old country too, classic country. I was like, man, these are horrible. These are horrible, horrible songs. You know, they're about getting drunk and, and cheating on your your woman. And oh my gosh, yeah, uh, that's what it's about. It, total indoctrination. So if you're little, you can't see it till your eyes are open, and only Jesus Christ can open your eyes, the Holy Spirit. But we we have to yield to that, and we have to be able to to accept the truth that He shows us. And when he tells us something and he goes, this is bad. This is why this is a cult. This is why you need to stay away, not be conformed to the world. We need to listen to that. We need to listen to that because he's guiding us into all truth, not just partial truth, but all truth because we've been lied to from day one. You've been lied to in your church. Your minister lies to you. Is he a bad guy? Probably not. But he got indoctrinated and he's been indoctrinated in seminary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to Bible school, folks. Most of you know I have a BA in biblical studies and, and systematic theology. I remember I was so happy when I got to uh, college. And uh, I actually have a BA. It's not just a three-year you know, Bible thing. It's actually a, a bachelor's. And I have a master's in behavioral science. Both lies. Behavioral science, psychology, a big lie. Um, but when I, when I first got to college, I was so happy because... This this Christian college I was going to, university at the time, you know, they they go, well, here's 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 my philosophy class. Here's here's philosophy, here's this philosophy, and here's this theology that says that, and here's that. And I remember my professor says, you know, you can just kinda you could take your pick, what suits you. I, I remember he said that. He goes, just whatever whatever seems to suit you, that's that's what you do. You just you could pick how you want to believe. And I went, wow, that is so cool. You know, I could just believe whatever I want. And I, yeah, you know, my, my, my bud, my best friend, he, he went, he went hardcore Calvinism, man. He went hardcore Calvinism, you know, and I was a little more, you know, this way and that way, but you could just kind of pick and choose, you know, because we all love one another and we're all right and blah, blah, blah. And of course, now I realize that's a horrible thing to teach a young adult. You can't pick and choose. There's only one truth and that's the words of God. It's not philosophy, it's not theology, it's not Calvinism, it's not Armenianism. It is the Word of God. That's the only truth. That's what should have been taught. But see, it wasn't taught because he was lied to also. And his professor was lied to. They were all born into the lie. You have to break out of it. Christ could Christ will break you out of it if you if you yield to the Holy Spirit. That will guide you to all truth. And we'll show you the things that are about to come. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's what the word says. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go back to Psalm 91 here. And it says, he who dwells in the shelter of the most high. Is that you? Is that me? Well, we want to be that he. We want to be the one who dwells in the shelter of the most high, my friend. In that secret place, that covering, that hiding place. We want to hide under the wings of the Most High. Because he who does that, it says, will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. The protection, the shade, the shelter. There's a lot of bird analogy in this, right? Think of a of an eagle or, or a bird with its with its chicks. Gonna, they're going to abide in the shadow of the Almighty if you dwell in the shelter of the Most High. 
Verse 2 says, I will say to the Lord, that's to the Yahweh. I will say to the Yahweh, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. That's, that's what you're going to say, right? That's what you will say. You want to look up to Yahweh right now and go, you are my refuge and you are my fortress. You are my God. You are my Elohim. You are my divine being. And I trust in you. That means I, I'm careless in you. I'm, I put confidence in you. I fall down before you. I put my trust my, my reliance and my security on you. Say it right now. Say it to the Lord Yahweh. Look up right now and say, you are my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Because this is key, folks. For it is he who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. Oh, that's why it's important for you to say, Lord, my Yahweh, you are my refuge and my fortress. You are my Elohim. I trust in you. I shelter in you because he's going to deliver you from the snare. It's a trap of the trapper. It's a fowler, one who traps little birds. You know who that is? That's Lucy Lucer in the sky with trannies and all his fallen angels, and all the minions under him. From the highest to the lowest filthy demon you can imagine. They want to snare and they want to trap you. And they want to give you a deadly pestilence. They want to bring calamity and destruction on you through a plague, through sickness. But our Yahweh, our God, our Elohim says he will cover us with his pinions. That's like a bird, like feathers. He's going to cover you. And under his wings, you may seek refuge. <laughs> you can hide under his wings, folks, from all this crap that's going around you because his faithfulness is a shield and it's a bulwark. Nothing's getting through. You will not be afraid of the terror by night. You're not going to be afraid of it because you're under God. You're in the shadow of his wings. You're not going to be afraid of the arrow that flies by day. And you're not going to be afraid of the pestilence, the plague that stalks in the darkness. It's not going to get you and you're not going to be afraid of the destruction that lays waste at noon. You see, it's, it's in the day, it's at night, it's in the morning, it's everywhere because Lucy, a loser in the sky with trannies, wants to destroy you. And it says a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand... At your right hand. You're looking, what, what the, look around you folks. Look, okay, you're in America. Look at your political system right now. Look at the border wall fight. Look at the shutdown fight. Look at Schumer and Pelosi fighting with Trump and the Dems. I'm rack, 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 over and over. A thousand will fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand. They're eating each other up, man. And should you be worried about it? Should you get your hair in a bun about it? No. But it shall not approach you. It shall not approach you. Here's verse 8. This is the one I want you to put in your heart right now. Open your heart and put verse 8 in. Verse 8 says, you will only look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. 
You're only going to look on and see, ooh, that's going to hurt. The recompense. That's the retribution. The requital of the wicked. You're going to see God's vengeance on them. Only with your eyes, you're not appointed to wrath. You know why? For you have made the Yahweh, here's what you said, he's my refuge. You have made the Yahweh your refuge, the most high your dwelling place. Have you done that? You better, if you haven't done that, you better do it right now. That's the only preparation you need to do. Yeah, you better do it. Have you made the Lord your refuge at the most high your dwelling place? Is that where you're dwelling? Or are you dwelling down here in the earth? Are you still part of the world? Are you part of the culture? Well, then guess what? You better, you're going to be afraid of the pestilence of the arrow. You're going to be afraid of the destruction. Weird things are going to happen. You're not covered. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague, any affliction, any assault, any infection, stripes, wounds. They won't come near your tent, the place you own, the dwelling place where you sleep. If you don't bring any detestable thing into your home, because your Lord is your refuge, Yahweh you dwell with the most high in the, in the, in, 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 is your dwelling place. You can't bring anything occult or detestable in your home because you're in Yahweh, right? The Holy Spirit will check you when you, when you, ooh, what is this? I'm not bringing that in. If you don't bring it into your home, there's no plague that's going to come near you. For he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will bear you up in their hands that you don't strike your foot against a stone they'll protect you you will tread upon the lion who's the lion well peter says satan satan lucy loser in the sky with trannies goes about like a roaring lion why to be petted no he will he seek it who he could eat he's, he's gonna devour people people are stupid they don't know that you're going to tread upon the lion and the cobra. What's a cobra? It's a venomous snake. It's a serpent. The young lion and the serpent you will trample down. Why? How are you going to do that? Because he has loved me. That's you. Have, have you loved God? Have you loved Yahweh? Do you, do you make him your dwelling place? Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. Do you know his name? He will call upon me and I will answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. Oh, it doesn't say that he's, it doesn't say there will be no trouble, folks. <coughs> Excuse me. Does it say that? Does it say, oh, there won't be any trouble? No, it says I will be with him in trouble. In the affliction, in the distresses, in the troubles, in the distresses, I'll be there. And I will rescue. He's going to deliver. He's going to remove. He's going to take He's going to take care of you. I will rescue him and honor him with a long life. Long life down here in this crappy world? No, a long, eternal life, folks. I will satisfy him and let him see my salvation so lord jesus christ that's yeshua that is yeshua oh let him see my yeshua <laughs> that's his name amen put that in your heart put verse eight in your heart you will not be afraid of the terror by night you know why because you will verse eight you will only look on with your eyes you're only going to look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked put it in your heart folks yeah like i always say hey it's uh, it's fun from these seats right so having that in mind there was a man accused of raping three children in a week 
Then he was released on bail twice by the same judge. See what I mean? How they eat each other. This guy, this Satanist judge, is releasing this demon-possessed man back into a Christless society. It's from New Mexico. He was accused of raping three children in a week. Three in one week. Then he sexually assaulted his own 13-year-old daughter. And he was released on bail twice by the same idiot judge before being arrested a third time. He's 29 years old. He was taken to custody just last week, a couple of weeks ago, actually. Uh, he raped a teenage girl, and then he beat her friend. And this judge named Ernest Ortega released him on a $10,000 bond. $10,000. Two days later, this guy, Hernandez is his name, he was wearing an ankle monitor. <laughs> he was arrested again for molesting a 19-month-old toddler. 19-month-old toddler. Who wants to say demons, right? This guy's a pestilence. This guy's a, a troublesome, burdensome. This guy is a roaring lion going about. Is he not? He's full of demonic entities. Has he visited your house? No. Not if you're sheltered in the Most High. Only with your eyes. And of course, if you're listening to me with your ears, you're hearing about it. Yeah. So the cops brought the guy back to, uh, to jail after he had raped this 19-month-old toddler uh, who was living in the same house as the teen he was raping. <laughs> and the same judge released him only on $20,000 bill. And then um, Hernandez posted the bail, and then he went on to rape a five-year-old girl living next door to his family. And he was caught in Colorado. Yeah. <clears throat> so how does that happen? All right. How does that happen? Uh, I think we all know the judge is just as demonically possessed as, as that man. Absolutely. Only with your eyes shall you see it. Now look at this. Here's an Ouroboros. Here's, here's a snake swallowing its own tail for sure. Um, radical feminist. They say transgender activism is a men's rights movement. This is so confusing, confusing, confusing. I can't even say it. PJ Media reports this. Yeah. Uh, the Washington, D.C. This gal named Kara Dansky, she's a feminist attorney. And she's a spokeshole for the Women's Liberation Front, or WOLF. <laughs> right? A WOLF. Can you imagine that? That's her acronym. Only with your eyes, people. Verse 8, get it in your heart. Only with your eyes. Well, she spoke against the so-called Equality Act at the Heritage Foundation on Monday, denouncing the transgender and gender identity movement as an anti-woman, an anti-lesbian in particular. Her remark echoed the London Pride March sign, declared that trans activism erases lesbians. I know, you're probably shaking your head right now, going, what are you talking about? Um... She goes on and says, this is a men's rights movement. This is really a men's rights movement. She declared calling for men to stand up for women and denounce the transgender movement. So what she's saying is that these men who are dressed like women are calling themselves transgendered and they're not transgendered. They're still men wearing stockings. And she's saying these men that are wearing stockings and being activists are erasing the real issues of lesbianism. <laughs> because it's really a men's rights movement. And I, I see her point. What she's saying is men have a right. They're, push, they're, they're pushing for the right for men to wear hosiery. <laughs> it has nothing to do with their lesbian, gay, uh, queer thing, or whatever they do. Uh, so I think it's interesting, but you can see the snake eating the uh, the tail, right? Can you see it? You can see the the the, the destruction by themselves. They don't get along. They told you Lucy Looser in the sky with trannies. He was an arrogant dude, man. He's like, I'm going to be the most high. I'm so pretty. I got stones. I got music. I'm the most high. He was so good at convincing. He took a third of the angels with him in, in the war. 
Had not Yahweh intervened, man, we, we, we wouldn't have a second heaven. He would have took over everything. Now, he's not stupid. Don't get me wrong. When I call him a loser, that's because I've read to the end. I've seen biblical prophecy. And he loses. I want to be on the winning team. I want to be on the shelter of the Most High. Call me crazy. That's why he's a loser, but he's not stupid. He's, a, he's, he's an exer, expert deceiver. Yeah. So, anyway, they're, uh, they're fighting each other, and she's saying that uh, she's calling for real men to come out <laughs> and oppose transgenderism. I know, it's crazy. All right. Here's one that's uh, irritating. It's from the, the mirror, so it has to be true. Chickens genetically modified to lay eggs containing cancer drugs are latest breakthrough. They always put this out like it's for your benefit. This is good for you, but it's not, right? There's more to it. So researchers from the University of Edinburgh Roslin Institute believe the technique could offer a cost-effective way of producing drugs in the near future. Really? Scientists have genetically modified chickens to lay eggs containing high-quality cancer drugs in the latest breakthrough. Now, this should irritate you on many, many levels. Uh, quit messing with our food, right? Quit messing with the food that humans eat. But they, they, um, they don't. They don't. They keep messing with it, and it's not for your benefit. Chickens were genetically modified to produce drugs in their eggs, and amazingly, the researchers found that the drugs worked just as well as those produced using existing methods. You think the pharmaceutical companies are going to just sit back and, oh, yeah, just do that? No, no. They're going to get involved in your food, folks. They're involved in your food, just like there's mandatory uh, vaccinations for your children at school or if or if you work at a hospital or go to university or something, you have mandatory uh, vaccinations and they put all this poison in you. Uh, this is going to be um, a bad thing if it ever gets out. They say amazingly just three eggs were enough to produce an adequate dosage, which hens uh, are able to lay up to 300 eggs a year. Uh, Professor Helen Sang said, we are not yet producing medicines for people, but this study shows that chickens are commercially viable for producing proteins suitable for drug discovery studies and other applications in biotechnology. Eggs are already used for growing viruses, uses vaccines such as the flu jab. So there you go. Uh, in this case, there was a, uh, a chicken's DNA was encoded with proteins produced as part of the egg white. A human protein called something. Uh, it was powerful antiviral and anti-cancer effects in the human and pig versions of a protein called something else. Genetically modifying the chickens, messing with your food, as in the days of Noah. Okay, as in the days of Noah, and they always sell it like it's your benefit. Let's take a short break, and I will be right back. How many of you remember the story contained in the book of Acts chapter 19 where there were seven sons of Sceva and they were trying to cast out a demon because they saw the apostle Paul doing great miracles through God. So they tried to do the same thing. So they go up to this guy who's demon possessed and they say, we adjure you by this Jesus whom Paul preaches to come out. Yeah. And guess what the evil spirit did? The evil spirit answered them and said to them, hey, I recognize Jesus and I know about Paul, but who are you? And guess what? The man that had the demons jumped on him, beat the heck out of him, subdued him, overpowered him, and they literally fled out of the house naked and wounded. Wow. Guess why? Guess why? Because they did not go to Amazon.com and buy demons in my marriage bed a true story of spiritual warfare the book is not about you being married or single the book is about dealing with demonic forces and you need to know how to do that today more than you ever have for your own life and for those around you the book is a training manual and there's training in there that will teach you how not to be the sons of Sceva and get 
beat up by demons. It will give you the tools for you to be recognized by them because they'll know that you're exercising the authority that is given to you through Christ. You need to get this book. And here I am. I'm back. Other thing I want to say is that we had a giveaway of Times In, the CD. And I know there's not a lot of people probably still listening to CDs because they uh, they download the music or they stream it or, they, you know, they get it, um, you know, on MP3 or something. Uh, so, but there's a few people still listening to CDs. Anyway, we had, a, we had a giveaway where we gave away four Times In CDs. And... Amazon wouldn't let me select anything under uh, every 600. You know, I, I wanted to do every 100, but it wouldn't let me. And uh, so anyway, uh, it, it wasn't very successful. We only had one giveaway, and then it, it ended, and, and so only one. We had 800, over over a hit, almost 900 hits, which was nice. You know, people actually, you know, looked at, at the, the CD. Um but only one person, you know, because it was every only one hit 600 mark and won a free CD. So the the other three, the money's refunded to me. So that's unfortunate. Anyway, hey, we're trying. Yeah, I just try to get the message out there and stuff. It's uh, I don't know. I I just occupy it. It's it's over. It's over. But you just can't sit around and you know not offer what you know. Because someone might latch onto it, right? Uh, verse 8, Psalm 91. Only with your eyes are you going to see their destruction. You will only look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. For you have made the Lord my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place. No evil, Right? Uh, right above it, a thousand are going to fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see people falling that are not sheltered under Yahweh. Baby twins have two different fathers. After gay couple were both able to fertilize an embryo of a surrogate mother. Yeah, Simon and uh, Graham, I don't know. It's a gay name, folks. Simon and Graham Bernie Edwards are both biological fathers to their twins. Couple traveled to Canada to have IVF with surrogate Meg Stone. And I don't trust IVF either. I don't know what is going on uh, with IVF, but I'm not sure what's occupying the body. I'm not sure if it's a human spirit. I'm just saying. Uh, they were able to both fertilize an embryo, meaning the twins have two different dads. Calder and Alexandra have just celebrated their first birthday together. A gay couple has welcomed a set of twins with two different fathers after both men were able to fertilize an embryo during the IVF process. Calder and Alexandra Bernie Edwards are actually half-siblings despite being born at the same time because they don't share paternity. They were born to London-based couple Simon and Gramey via some surrogate named Meg Stone, who's 32 years old, whom they met in Canada. Amazing advances in IVF meant that the couple were able to fertilize an embryo each, and both were placed in the surrogate Meg Stone's womb. Okay, so if you're following me, what you got is you got two gay guys who can't reproduce. Right. This is amazing. Yet, you know, yet you got abortion and they're killing all the babies everywhere. You got two gay guys who can't reproduce, you know, but they're not adopting anybody's kid or nothing. Um, and so they're able now with with this demon technology to fertilize individual eggs and then put it into this. Uh, oh, this surrogate woman who, you know, I'm sure she wasn't paid a hefty amount to do this and um, bring forth um, these two kids. I don't know what spirit or what soul they have. I'm, I, I can't actually say this is not a natural way to have children. Uh, it says in the days of Noah, okay, as in the days of Noah, but only with your eyes are you going to see them 10,000 fall on your left and 10,000 on your right. It's a pestilence. 
Um, I think I think they're bringing in some crazy, crazy humans into the world personally. Uh, this one gay guy who's 43 said, it is really amazing that Grammy and I have been able to father one of our twins each. And uh, so fulfilled their dream. They're so happy. Um, they have two biological fathers. And, uh, oh, now, are the twins, okay, are the twins supposed to be boys? It says twins, Calder and Alexandra. So one's a girl, right? One's a boy, one's a girl. Calder and Alexandra. Because one's holding what's dressed like a boy and one's holding what's dressed like a girl. But man, the boy looks a lot older than the girl. They're supposed to be twins that born at the same time. But the boy looks like he's about 18 months old and the girl looks like about six months. I don't know if this story is hoaxy. This doesn't look right to me. This doesn't look right at all. They might be lying to us. This might be one of those stories they wrote. It's like, oh, it's a feel-good story. Oh, it's beautiful to me. But it's not really true. Just It's it's an agenda story. So you're like, oh, that's wonderful. I don't know. But the, the, the babies still, well, that's weird. Now there's another picture. The babies are both like the same age. They're both like four months old. And they look alike. But there's another picture where they're, they're holding these kids that, uh, no, they're not the same age. This is, this is wacky. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so this is this is what they did. So you got two gay guys. Yeah, they're holding these two kids that look... One looks older than the other. I'm sorry. This this may be a big lie. And uh, so anyway, they looked all over. They wanted to have babies. And uh, so they went to L.A., Cuckoo, California. They talked to some doctor there. And they go, hey, we could do both. And so they went to Canada where I guess it's legal and... Anyway, um, that's what they did that. But the whole story goes on. It's a whole feel-good story about how they, they put their hands on the, 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 the mother, the bump of the baby. They felt the baby's kicking. It was a magical moment. Oh, and they celebrated Christmas because they had a Christmas present. And uh, they raised a, load, a lovely photo shoot to be done with all of us together and blah, 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 blah. And, um, yeah, so there you have it. Feel-good story. Um right okay this is weird i first i put this on facebook and facebook flagged me under community guidelines um and said i was mean um and i forget exactly what i put but basically it was about trans it's a transgender axe attacker split man's face in half in a rampage after a bad tinder date right so who's the bad guy here the transgender demon-possessed man wearing stockings who takes an axe and hits an innocent man in the face because he had a bad date? Or the guy who just has a Facebook page who put the article up and said, uh, this demon-possessed tranny uh, is a, is an arse. I, I forgot what I said, but I, it had something to do with being demon-possessed or something. And they flagged me. And um, I, I think somebody complained, probably, because I don't know why they would, I don't know why uh, AI would flag something like that, but they, they flagged me. So I reposted it, and I just, I said something else, and, you know, that was it, but who knows. But anyway, they, they flagged me on it, and it's like I'm the bad guy, but the story's horrible. There's even a, uh, a video on it, but uh, his name is Evie Amate. He stormed a garage armed with a fire axe. He took a swing at a bystander. Uh, they call her a she, but it's a he. He's been jailed for four and a half years. Uh, and the lawyers blame, guess what the lawyers blame the behavior on? The sex change operation. The lawyer blames the sex change operation for their client's stupidity. Uh, his legal team claimed the operation had left him in immense pain and fueled his desire to kill strangers. Wow. Well, hopefully that'll work in court. Because <clears throat> if it does, that means that maybe we can outlaw this and outlaw people having um, sex change operations because it fuels hate for other people and they want to kill them. Um, this poor innocent guy, I guess he was just a clerk at a gas station or something. His head was almost split in two. It cleaved his face. He survived it. 
Um, he's really mad that this idiot could be out of prison less than five years. And he wished the sentence could be uh, doubled. So, yeah, uh, really terrible. Uh, this, so this idiot, this demon-possessed man who's wearing stockings, goes on a tender date, and it, it, goes, uh, it goes bad. I wonder why. And um, so he starts taking a bunch of drugs. And then he, got some, he gets an axe. He goes to the 7-Eleven store. This is in Australia, by the way. <clears throat> and uh, one hour earlier, he had posted on his social media account, one day I'm going to kill a lot of people. And he only gets four years for this. Uh, he was furious after he had a bad Tinder date with a woman in the hours previous. Yeah. So uh, he, he had re- wrote on his Facebook, humans are only able to destroy to hate, so that is what I shall do. Most people deserve to die. I hate people. And there's closed circuit TV that shows him, um, it looks like he's dressed like a woman. He's still a big, fat, ugly man dressed as a woman. Uh, shows him doing a lap of the shop before approaching uh, Ben at the cash register. And he talks to him, and then he just suddenly swings the axe and strikes him across the face. Right? So anyway, I post this to show the um, the demonic, you know, spirit behind uh, transgenderism and gay and all that stuff. And uh, I'm the one who got fly. I'm the bad guy. See, I'm the one who got censored. You're bad. You're mean. You you violated Facebook's community standards. Right? Well. I'm going to keep on talking until I can't talk anymore because I don't care. <laughs> you know why I don't care? Because I'm only looking on with my eyes to see the recompense of the wicked. Because I made the Lord my refuge. Even the Most High is my dwelling place. No evil's going to befall me. No plagues are going to come to my tent. You crazy? Last story, there's some China clones. Yeah, some China clones, but they're monkeys. And they deliberately edit the genes of these cute little monkeys to make them mentally retarded. I know, I hear all you people out there making jokes that they should run for a Democratic senatorial office. They should be Speaker of the House. I hear all the jokes. And they're funny. They're good politician jokes. But this is real. Because these are little monkeys that God made. And Lucy, loser in the sky with trannies and his buddies, deliberately made them mentally retarded. Just to see what happens. What do you think they're doing with, with regular people, folks? What do you think they're doing with regular people? Chinese geneticists have been criticized after cloning five monkeys that were deliberately edited to be mentally retarded like America's Democratic Party. I don't know why they put that in there. Welfare concerns have been expressed after the genetically identical monkeys showed signs of depression Reduce sleep and schizophrenia-like behaviors. That's nice, man. Oh, that just makes me so mad. These little animals, these innocent animals, they can't, they can't fight for themselves. The animals were born with, a, with an inoperative Bimal-1 gene, which helps regulate the circadian rhythm and was altered using CRISPR molecular scissors editing technique. They published this Franken science. This is what it is. This this Days of Noah genetically altered Nephilim Franken science. They published this in the National Science Review or the National Satan Review. And it was an experiment by the Chinese Academy of Sciences Institute of Neuroscience or CASIN. And this should enable the teams to try out drugs for use on humans with neurological conditions. What a bunch of... Uh, only with your eyes, Brother Kapow. Only with your eyes. 
Yeah. So if I don't need to be afraid of the terror by night or the arrow that flies by day or the pestilence that stalks in darkness or destruction that lays waste at noon, if I don't need to be afraid of those things, that means those things exist and there are others that are afraid of that because they will be um, overcome by those things, right? So those geneticists, the scientists that destroy God's creation, yeah, I'll watch with my eyes. Watch with my eyes as they get the recompense that's coming to them. Right? All right. I think that's it, folks. You guys have a good evening. And uh, you get a chance to read Psalm 91. Put it in your heart. Um, I think we all need to hold on to it because it's easy to get, you know, really upset. <laughs> so we're going to be okay. But we're just, we're heading towards that, that last lap, really. And, um, can't be can't be much longer, and you can just see it all around you. You feel it, you know. It's just, um, you know, bad times at Regiment High. Okay, folks. Good night. God bless. Take heed. Here we wait for Judgment Day. Eyes were told to watch and pray. Help me, Lord, to firmly stay. Son of man, no more trouble or dismay. Waiting for the judgment day. Sun and moon will soon go dark. There is chaos in the stars. All the earth is gonna groan. All the people gonna moan.
preferably stand Waiting for that son of man 